Welcome to the Doer Series, a science-based guide to overcoming procrastination for good. I'm Dr. Jordan Gabriels, here to guide you on your journey to understand more deeply why you procrastinate and to develop the skills necessary to overcome it. The content in this series is adapted from the Doer mobile app. The app provides a straightforward program to help you put into practice the skills you will acquire from these episodes. So, to get the full experience, download the Doer app, which is linked in the podcast description. Now, without further ado, let's dive into the lesson. The space between our current intentions and future reality is dark and rarely crossed. We know all too well the things that are in our long-term interest, and yet, time and time again, we fail to follow through. A long-term goal for me is writing. I have been trying now for probably two years to get into a habit of writing. And I thought to myself a few years ago, well, why can't I get back in shape? I want to work towards playing a live show in the city, perhaps this year, if not uh, next year. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll get spurts where I feel like I'll practice, but I don't seem to ever really get completely back in shape. Welcome to Lesson 10. In this lesson, you'll learn to bridge the gap between your intentions and future actions with commitment devices and reminders. Have you ever noticed a fleeting spark of motivation to do something you think will be beneficial? Perhaps you come across a book you've always wanted to read and tell yourself, I'll read that someday. Or maybe you see people jogging through the park and think to yourself, I'm going to start jogging too. Inevitably though, we never actually follow through. Despite countless examples of not following through, we still manage to temporarily convince ourselves that we will someday act on our intentions. Unfortunately, the reality is that our motivation tends to fade. We forget and ultimately we fail to achieve our goals. This scenario is a little different to the type of procrastination we've explored in earlier modules. It's not about avoiding tasks like filing taxes or working on dreaded assignments. These are activities we genuinely want to do. So why do we struggle to follow through on our intentions? In this lesson, we'll provide you with an answer to that question. You're going to learn the skill of accomplishing long-term goals even in the absence of external forces compelling you to take action. To make the most of the upcoming section, I'd like you to take a moment to think of an important life goal that you haven't taken action on. I really want you to bring at least one goal to mind. So I'll give you 20 seconds of thinking music to bring something to mind. Alright, now that you have a goal in mind, let's dive into why you haven't made any progress. I'm guessing that at least one of the following is true. Either your intentions are kind of vague, the reward for taking action is far away, 
or you don't have anything set up to remind you to take action. These three factors are crucial when it comes to achieving long-term goals. So I'm going to break down each of them one by one. Starting with factor one, vague intentions. This is a common failure mode. It's when your goal lacks specificity and clarity, making it feel abstract and distant. Vague intentions create a lack of direction and purpose, making it difficult to take concrete steps forward. This is a concept you learnt about in lesson five on getting past the starting threshold. Take a moment to think about the goal you brought to mind. Is it just some vague intention floating around or have you actually mapped out the specific set of actions you need to take in order to make progress? If it's just a vague intention, the first step you need to take is to make it concrete and specific. You can refer back to lesson five and nine for some handy guidance on how to do that. Once you've clarified the concrete set of actions you need to take, you're ready to tackle the second factor. Factor two, distant rewards. The reason we struggle to follow through on certain goals is because of something behavioral economists call temporal discounting. Basically, this means we have a bias towards immediacy, often discounting future rewards in favor of immediate gratification. A prime example of this is New Year's resolutions. I used to find it fascinating to look up the statistics on the most common resolutions people make. However, after a few years of doing this, I've noticed that the items on the list rarely seem to change. People's goals from 2017 are pretty much the same as what they are today. In 2013, these were the most common New Year's resolutions. 52% of people said they wanted to exercise more in the new year. 50% wanted to eat healthier. 39% wanted to save more money. 37% wanted to spend more time with family and friends. 31% wanted to improve their mental well-being. 20% intended to spend less time on social media. And finally, 19% wanted to learn a new skill or hobby. Year after year, people make these resolutions and fail to make progress on them. That's because of one thing they all have in common. For each of them, the reward for doing the activity comes a long time after the act itself. For instance, when you increase your savings percentage, you don't get to enjoy the benefits of that decision for years to come. This is unlike other activities like scrolling social media. When we scroll on our phones, the reward is immediate. This is a concept you learn about in lesson three on reinforcement factors. Our brains are naturally inclined to favor actions that offer immediate rewards, which can be traced back to our evolutionary past. In those times, obtaining food, finding shelter, and avoiding danger were vital for survival. However, we now live in a world where success is not solely determined by surviving the next few minutes. Many situations in the modern world require long-term planning and the ability to delay gratification. This bias towards short-term rewards is deeply ingrained in our neural circuitry, and we cannot change that. Nevertheless, we can manipulate our circumstances to account for this limitation of our brain. Learning to manipulate circumstances in order to achieve long-term goals is a valuable skill that can be acquired. 
Unfortunately, most people are never explicitly taught this skill. In school and university, deadlines create a constant sense of urgency, which becomes our motivator. However, many things we value in life, such as regular exercise, writing a book or nurturing relationships, don't have deadlines that generate urgency. Consequently, we never feel motivated to take action. To achieve long-term goals, it is necessary to create systems that motivate us in the absence of external urgency. This can be accomplished by using commitment devices, which are decisions we make when we have a clear mind to bind ourselves and prevent regrettable actions when we are no longer motivated. For example, someone with a compulsive spending habit could freeze their credit card in a block of ice, forcing themselves to wait a few hours before making a purchase. Recognizing that our motivation is temporary, we can utilize moments of clarity to establish behaviors that align with our long-term goals. Learning to implement commitment devices is a powerful skill. In fact, Dua owes much of its existence to a series of commitment devices. The pivotal moment that set the course for the creation of Dua occurred in April 2020, during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Kimball Sung. I am a software engineer, musician, and the co-founder of Dua. I remember the day pretty clearly. This was the peak pandemic period where we were all locked in our houses and couldn't really see other people. Uh, Jordan was talking about watching this lecture series on how to start a startup. And I was very keen on this because building products and starting my own company was something that I aspired to. The thing is, it was 22 hours of content. And, you know, life is busy. There was no way it was going to happen just by accident. Facing the challenge of 22 hours of lecture content, Campbell and I made a deal. We agreed to listen to one lecture a week and meet every Sunday evening to discuss what we learned. Before we left the park, to lock in the deal, we set 22 calendar events and agreed to join the call every Sunday, no matter what. That commitment locked us into a path forward. I knew that without a doubt, Kemble would be on the call every Sunday, and he knew the same about me. Motivated by not wanting to let each other down, we found ways to listen to lectures and diligently take notes. Over the following six months, we faithfully completed every lecture, setting ourselves on a course that led to the creation of Dua. Without that commitment device, we would have never gotten to where we are today. 12 months on, commitment devices still play a central role in what we do. We've scheduled automated monthly emails that send to people we respect and admire to update them on our progress. Knowing those emails are going out every month keeps us committed to our goals, making meaningful progress every month. So how can you use commitment devices? Once you've determined your specific goal, ask yourself the following question. What actions can I take today to ensure that I remain committed to pursuing this goal in the future, even if I lack motivation? Your goal should be to attach a cost to not acting in line with your stated intentions. And it's best if you're not the one controlling the reward or punishment. This removes the temptation to cheat. To give you a starting point, 
A simple system that I like to use is to schedule emails to a group of close friends and family. I first send an email explaining that a specific goal is very important to me and that I expect to complete a particular set of tasks within the next week or month. I then immediately schedule a follow-up email to send a few days before my goal. Most email providers like Gmail offer the ability to schedule emails. The format of my email goes something like this. Hi there, I'm sending you this email because I both respect and admire you, and I don't want to let you down. Three weeks ago, I committed to doing a specific set of tasks by the end of this week. I've been documenting my progress in this linked Google document. Please take a moment to read my update. If the update is not complete, reply to this email with a few words of encouragement to help me get it done. Personally, I find this social accountability to a group of 10 close family members and friends to be enough to motivate me to make progress. However, if you find that this approach doesn't work for you, you can raise the stakes by making a financial commitment as a consequence for failing to follow through on your goal. There are several websites available such as stick.com and Beeminder, which are specifically designed to provide financial commitment devices. Once you have turned your vague intentions into a specific goal and set commitment devices to hold yourself accountable to making progress, you are ready to tackle the third and final factor required to achieve long-term goals. Factor three, forgetting. A fact of life is that we forget things that are important to us. So writing is not on my mind every single day. And so it's more like every now and again, I'll remember, oh yeah, I wanted to write more. So often uh, music will just be a thing that I completely forget about and end up not practicing. Very often in the moment that we realize we need to do something important, we temporarily convince ourselves that we won't forget. We think, oh yes, I need to read a chapter of my book today. And then we say to ourselves, I'll do that as soon as I get home from work. Inevitably, we come home from work and forget. We fail to recognize that with the passage of time, our attention will drift on to other things in spite of our best intentions. To make progress on long-term goals, relying on our memory to take action every day is not reliable. You have to assume that you will forget. Once you accept this, you can use external cues to compensate for your forgetfulness. Whether it's setting a phone alarm, using sticky notes or receiving notifications, strategically place reminders, keep your goals at the forefront of your attention, ensuring they stay alive and in your mind. The key to setting effective reminders is to connect them to actions you know you will definitely do. For example, if you always have a coffee in the morning, you can place a post-it note on your kettle as a reminder. Similarly, if you want to develop a habit of reading before bedtime, you can place a book on your pillow. Now, what's crucial is to not ignore your cue. When you see the cue and decide to do the task later, you weaken its effectiveness. Gradually, it becomes part of your surroundings and loses its power as a reminder. I've seen this play out with many of my colleagues at work. They set reoccurring calendar events to plan their day or journal, but the reminders are practically invisible to them because they have developed a habit of ignoring them in the morning. 
On the other hand, each time you see the cue and complete the task, you strengthen its power. A useful principle to follow is to have a one minute version of your task. For instance, if your long-term goal is to write a book and your daily habit is to write for 30 minutes, you can aim to write for just one minute when you don't have enough time to write. This ensures that the cue remains powerful and undiminished. So bringing that all together, the key to effectively using reminders is first to connect them to actions you will definitely do. Then once the cue is established, strive to consistently fulfill the task. To facilitate that consistency, create a one-minute version of the task that you can always accomplish. With that, we've covered the three critical factors required to accomplish long-term goals. Let's recap each of them. First, turn your vague intentions into a specific and actionable plan. Second, set commitment devices that hold you accountable to making progress even when you don't feel like it. And finally, set reminders that bring your goal to the forefront of your attention. At the end of this lesson, you're going to have an opportunity to set the conditions to begin making progress on your long-term goal. Consider this moment as a pivotal point where a single decision can change the course of your life. By reaching this stage, you've already demonstrated the persistence and dedication required for achieving long-term goals. Now you can apply the knowledge you have acquired and strive for something truly exceptional. I genuinely hope you're filled with excitement for the future opportunities that await you. As always, best of luck. I hope today's lesson resonated with you. For the full experience and for additional tools, make sure to download the Doer mobile app. It's designed to support your journey every step of the way. Find the link in the podcast description.